T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Inside the 10 o'clock hour on The Fan, keep it fierce and until 12. The Yankees win. The Yankees win. Play Frank. Start spreading the news. That was a good one. If you were there, call me up. Let's talk about it. If you weren't there, call me up and tell me what you're thinking about this team as they just announced wheels up. They're on the plane. The Yankees just tweeted out wheels up. The plane, the Delta plane is headed to Houston. I don't know what the time difference. They should get there at a decent time to be able to go to sleep tonight, wake up tomorrow, and get ready to play. I love it. You know, with all of the talk about the scheduling and the off days and the Yankees didn't need five days off, then a game, two days off, then three games and two days off or another day off or whatever it was. Like, it worked out where we're not going to get that much of a break from baseball now. We had some days off where it was like, oh, I wish we were playing or, oh, this sucks. And as a fan, you're hungry for the next game. And we're about to see it, folks. This uh, American League championship is coming up. And uh, call me up if you want to talk about the roster. I just had Marco in here. I got to start bringing Marco in. I got to like, uh, can we bring Marco in? Because I want to have, yeah, I want to have the discussion that we just had on um, during the break. I meant to tell him to, to hang tight, but now that I'm talking about it, we're talking about the roster, right? And uh, now that we have this ALCS roster, I wanted to have the conversation that we were just having because you brought up some good points and I had some good points and we might as well just do it on air. With the ALCS roster, we started talking about Hicks going down. Right. And the first name that we said was? Peraza. Automatic. Because you're in a situation where you benched your starting shortstop in IKF, right? Look, I'm, you're not going to play Marwin Gonzalez, right? I mean, we all well, know you, this. You're you, not, you had to today. You, you did it today for a couple <laughs> innings. We all know Marwin Gonzalez is not going to get a start. So Cabrera is going to have to go back to left. Boone has already shown you that he's completely lost faith in IKF, and rightfully so, because he's been tentative. Understandable. Peraza needs to be on the roster. You need to look at the kid, and you need to give him a shot and play him every day at short and see if he can bring you a spark. So that's automatic to me. The Astros, the Astros have a rookie in Jeremy Pena at shortstop. Might be something there, a little rivalry. And when you're looking at this roster, too, we're, we're talking about arms. So Ben Intendi, we don't expect to, to play. Right. I think he's done. I think he's one foot out the door anyway. Right. I feel like DJ wants to go. DJ was telling reporters, hey, I'm good. I'm feeling good. I think Marley Rivera reported this week. She asked him about the foot. He gave a thumbs up. 
But you feel like he's not going to be himself, so no I, point in putting I, him on the roster. I'd be stunned from what everything Aaron Boone has said and from what I saw from LeMahieu in Texas. Yeah. He's a shell of himself. And at this he's point, not the if you're not going to have, have real DJ LeMahieu, so he provides zero power because he can't pivot off his back foot, maybe he becomes a singles hitter. I can't have a compromised DJ LeMahieu in a spot in the ALCS when really, where's he going to be? He's going to be in a pinch hitting role because you can't start him if he can't play. Matt Carpenter only got two pinch hit opportunities in a five game series. That's your pinch hitter. It's not. It's not worth it. it again, it's a roster spot that would be wasted. I, I'd I'd prefer LeCastro in that spot. At least he gives me speed. Yeah. I need versatility if I'm looking at the roster itself. Yeah. And I don't see what LeMahieu brings you other than the idea that he could be LeMahieu of if, old, and he's if, not. If he's not a hundred percent. Then he doesn't give you the Swiss Army knife that's first base, second base, third base. Right. I'm ready to kind of move on from Josh Donaldson, but I can't be mad at Josh Donaldson because early on in this series, he got some knocks. He was the only guy that I think today he was batting like 308. Is he, was he still above 300 for his average in the series? No, dropped down to 250. But I was looking at maybe DJ coming back and playing some third base. Perfect world. I'm with you. I've had enough of Josh Donaldson from the day he got here. Yeah. <laughs> like, but DJ LeMahieu is not ready to go. So if you told me he could play and be DJ LeMahieu and he could play every day at third, I'm more than happy to give Donaldson the bet. It's not true. It's not possible. Yeah. And I can't have a compromise LeMahieu over Donaldson who's healthy and still plays good defense. It sucks because now, right, they had the five days off from the end of the season where we saw DJ try to play, but we, we saw like – he had a ball that went by him at second. He he wasn't hitting for power because of the pain in his toe and his foot. But it sucks because it's not the type of injury that can like fix itself in a week, two weeks. He needs a whole offseason right. to get back to 100%. And he had time. It just took eight days to get through this ALDS. And he, and he potentially still isn't 100% ready to go. This is a guy with a six-year, $90 million contract that was getting MVP votes. Again, this is not – if it was the DJ LeMayu of 2019, <laughs> yeah, of course. But the problem is that's the uh, the guy that we have in our head, and that's not reality right now. Yeah. So to me, that's not a viable option unless you tell me he's – I mean, how could he possibly recover that much in the last week? I, I find it hard to believe when it took two months and we saw a shell of a human being in Texas. So to me, DJ LeMayu is not going to be – an option at all for for anything that the Yankees are going to do because he's not a good off-the-bench uh, option for me. So we look at the arms, and we were talking about Frankie Montas, and you know Cashman. Cashman dies hard on those contracts and those trades. He made a trade for the guy. If he's ready to go, I expect him to be on this ALCS roster and also from the Jersey Shore, not far from where I'm from, Ron Marinaccio. Marinaccio, if he's ready to go, he needs to be on the roster. That's automatic. You take Miguel Castro off because he serves absolutely no purpose other than to be a guy that takes the hits if you wind up getting into a blowout. So that's automatic. Montas, I have no interest in being in this roster because he serves no, no role and no purpose. That's why I preface this saying, you know, Cashman made the trade for the guy. He's going to try and get some value out of him. Yeah, but you got to swallow that. Like, it, we, we all make decisions and we all have, you know, I think this is what it's going to be and it winds up being wrong. Sure. I thought it was going to be one way to end up being another way. And, uh, yeah, I, I'm good on Frankie Montas. So. What and what? What purpose would he serve? Like he's not going to be a late inning guy. He's not going to be a long man. You already have one in Domingo Herman. You also have Lucas Litke. And he's not going to get a start. So. Right. So and Litke's his job is again like Mikael Castro's was in this round was simply be, if your game gets out of hand. Hey buddy, hate to tell you, but you got to wear one and give me three innings because we're down by twelve runs. 
So Lipke's already in that role. You have Herman roughly in that role, a little bit better than that. If he's kind of more to put out the fire, and we haven't seen Herman little... yet. Right, he's a look. If Tyone struggles early, Herman, I would think, would be the first arm out of the pen, minus a you know situation where it's first and second and one out. Maybe I try to go to somebody to get me out of the inning, and then Herman to give me two or three behind it. So he actually serves a purpose. Lipke is the we're done tonight. And Miguel Castro, again, serves zero role. So if Marinaccio is actually healthy, that's easy. It's just a question of do they stay with, I think it was 14 position and 12 pitchers for this roster for the ALDS. Do they go 13? I think they, yeah, I, I, th- I mean. <laughs> 13 arms for the ALCS. Do they take away a bat? Do you take away LeCastro? It's possible. It's possible. I don't think they would. How about Chapman? Chapman is another Forget bozo of the year. I know he's not. But he they would have considered him. If he showed up, right, and if he showed up and he threw his, you know, live bullpen or whatever it was, when like Garrett Cole was talking about, oh, I'm here at 10.40 a.m. throwing, you know, uh, live BP. If he would have shown up and did that and then expressed that, like, hey, you know, I want to know if I'm on. Like, he, if he would have at least showed up, I think they would have considered him. They would have left him off of the DS roster, and they would have considered him for the CS roster. I got to be fair. I don't. I think he would have been on that roster, guaranteed. He would have been on the DS roster, you're no saying? No doubt in my mind. Yeah, Miguel so Castro too. would never have been on this <laughs> roster. I think they would have used him, too. He's there. They would have used him if he was there. If he was an option, Aaron Boone absolutely would have went to him, which is scary and dangerous. Chapman also did the Yankees a favor by walking away on his own. I don't mind it. Because he's obviously, his head's not there. But if he showed up with the late injury to Marinaccio and Efros, Efros yeah. wound up being Tommy John the day before the series started. So nobody knew that. And they wind up going with Miguel Castro. When was the last time we saw Miguel Castro pitching a game that mattered? It was what, May? There is no way that he would have been on this roster in any scenario yeah. other than Aroldis Ar- Ar- Chapman said, I'm going AWOL. That's it. So there's re- Chapman to me, Took himself out of the picture. I don't care who you have to go to. I'm going to Weissert out of AAA before I'm bringing back Roldis Chapman. You made your bed. You said, I don't want to be here. Then go back to Florida. Yeah, I really would. You give me a guy that actually wants to be here. If you don't want to be here, I can't trust you. Goodbye. Ladies and gentlemen, Marco. (laughs) Call me up, 877-337-6666, if you have any thoughts to add to our ALCS roster plans. We're just trying to figure it out. This is what fans do, right? Like, we don't know. Tomorrow, they're going to roll out this new roster, and there's going to be some changes. I don't expect Hicks to be on it, but uh, and I, I want the young guy Peraza to get a shot and, uh, you know, carry some uh, some other arms. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. This is it. The Yankees have made it to the American League Championship Series. It's coming up very soon. Let's go to my guy Jack in Washington, D.C. Jack from D.C., you're on the fan going on Keith how are you doing tonight great man good to hear your voice uh we obviously go back to pinstripe strong podcast and you calling up and leaving voicemails there and uh I'm I'm glad to have you on WFAN New York City sports talk radio absolutely Keith what a game tonight I was nervous I gotta be honest because you know I don't live in New York so I'm known as the Yankee guy in my school so if we lost I mean I would have been clowned on for days so (laughs) I'm, I'm very happy we won I'm excited for Houston, man. We needed part three. We needed the trilogy. And one guy that you cannot let beat us is Jordan Alvarez. He he better not be seeing anything to hit in big spots. I'm with you on that. I think, you know, everyone saw the damage that he did in that first round. They shouldn't be pitching to him. Uh, Aaron Boone, you know, I, 
I love that Aaron Boone, that they bail Booney out. And now Boone has a fresh series to manage, and I hope he learned from this first one. I hope the players learn from this first one. And like you said, we get the trilogy, 2017, 2019, and now 2022, the Astros and the Yankees face off in the American League Championship. We needed it. I knew I wasn't ready for the season to end. I needed it at least in ALCS. I want more because, I mean, just this series, like the Yankees didn't play perfect baseball by any stretch of the imagination, but they did enough. And if they want to beat the Astros, they're going to have to play much better. They're getting some guys healthy. Wandy Peralta is an absolute dog. I love him so much. He's he's a psychopath. He's awesome. <laughs> he's the captain now. <laughs> I love I love that he's with... just ready to go. And I I said something there. I'm like, oh, I guess he's the closer. And I know it wasn't a safe situation, but they're just so ready to go to Wandy because he's the same. His demeanor is the same. He's a robot. He doesn't care. He's 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 coming at you. He was quick pitching the other night. He's throwing strikes. He's trying to get outs and get out of there. I'm convinced you can bring Wandy in. For like the first, you know, bring him in as, as an opener, then just put a mustache on him, and he, he'll be good as new. Like that, <laughs> that man, you can just Wandy Porter is the only pitcher we need. He's awesome. But I'm gonna leave you with this, Keith. I'm excited. I'm hopefully gonna be calling in more into the ALCS. Hopefully, we make it to the World Series. Let's go, Yankees, baby. Let's go and go to school. Wear your pinstripes. Keep your pinstripes on. Stay pinstripe strong. You know the whole thing. Thanks for the call, Jack. Jack is a, a youngster out in D.C., and, uh, you know, the Yankees brand and the Yankees fans are global and uh, national, and Jack is a kid that was supporting me when I was doing podcasts from 2018, 19, 20, and uh, it was good to see him pop up there, but I I know, I, I've even been a guest on his podcast, and I know what it's like for him in Maryland where they have, Obviously, the Nationals and the Orioles, and he is a diehard Yankees fan, covers the team. Uh, he's studying uh, sports broadcasting, journalism, that type of stuff. And like he said, he was nervous because around him, there was probably a bunch of negative energy. People saying, ah, oh, the Yankees are going to blow this. Ah, oh, the Yankees are going to lose. He thought he wasn't going to be able to go to school tomorrow. But nope, for all those kids that were called out of school or all those kids in their group chats and their friends that were like, oh, yeah, the Yankees suck, the Yankees are going to lose. Nope. Still breathing, still alive, and uh, be proud of that. You know, this is a Final Four. The Yankees make the Final Four out of 30 teams. There are a lot of other teams and fan bases that are just watching right now and praying on the Yankees' downfall, waiting for the Yankees to be eliminated, and they got to wait another week and some change. Keith McPherson on the fan, 877-337-6666. You got something, Paul, or can I go to the phone? Let's go to Lynn in Yonkers on the fan. Hello, Lynn. Oh, hi. This is Lynn from Yonkers. I just want to give a shout-out to those Yankees. I had a, I knew they were going to win tonight. <laughs> Good. Uh, also, I was at the game a couple of weeks ago, twice in a week, and I was coming back from the train in, in Hast- on Hastings, and I heard your voice and i think you're pretty cool awesome thanks i appreciate it i'm a yankees fan like you i go to the stadium i watch the games i'm rooting for the team my entire life and i'm trying to get to 28 right I'm trying to get to another world series win it and experience that again it's, it's been a while oh yeah they're gonna get it they're gonna get houston yeah what's it been like 13 years right you know, we've been i've been a fan since like four years old i'm 61 <laughs> and we've been coming back on the train, and we've been hearing your post game right after we get off the train, and we're going back from Hastings to Yonkers, and we're saying, 
And we, we hear this guy, Keith McPherson, and say, damn, I like this guy. <laughs> Good. I mean, uh, I guess that's, you know, by design, right? You you pull a Yankees fan out of the stadium that goes to 40 games a year. You put them on the radio after the Yankees games, and it, it should sound relatable. It should sound real. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. You know, I, I don't listen to the fan unless I'm listening to the Yankee games much, but I have been tuning in lately to hear what these guys have got to say about the team and whatnot, and I absolutely love your show. I appreciate it. I'm I'm flattered and honored. Thank you. Sure thing. And it's easy to remember your name because I've been a mechanic all my life and playing struts in McPherson struts, and your name is very easy to remember, your last name. Oh, nice. I've never heard of that, but, yeah, uh, <laughs> whatever <laughs> yeah, works. You know, you know if, you're, if you know what you know, a strut is, it's like a shock with a spring on it, and it's, it was called McPherson strut. And that's how I remember your name, or else I would have, Names are just like, you know, faces are much more easier to see. Yeah, the radio is different like that, but that's good. But anyway, you know, uh, the pitching tonight was just on, on time with three days rest. It's just amazing what Nestor has done for this team this year. The guy is a already Colt classic, Colt favorite, like 36-round <laughs> yeah, pick. It, 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 was, it was very good to see Stanton come out of the show a little bit and Give us the three runs. That's all we really need. The guy all hits homers in the postseason. That's what he does 50% of the time. He's going to homer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, I've, I've also seen him with the bat on his shoulder and man on first and second scoring position, and he took strike three without his bat being oh, yeah. I mean, With Boone, his manager, a few years back. So, yeah. yeah. I've been in there for plenty of uh, golden sombreros and fans booing John Carlos Stanton. <laughs> Absolutely, and right? To right. see him get it done in October is great. That's why he has that contract. You know, you're seeing hey, the guys you know like him and Garrett Cole and Aaron Judge, who's going to have a big contract. You're seeing why these guys are the big money guys. Oh, absolutely. I mean, without Judge you know, pulling the team with his leadership, I, I think, you know, it's going to be a good season for him next year. I hope that Yankees are going to pay him well. I think they will. Thanks for the call, guys. Glad you Thank got you home safe. Thanks for tuning nice in. Chatting. Appreciate it. All love. Uh, the Yankees universe has showed me, like, tremendous love. Like, I don't even know how to put it into words, uh, what it feels like, because I've been going to the stadium pretty consistently since I got out of the fan cave. In 2014, I was in the fan cave where you can't go to the stadium. You watch all 2,430 regular season games in the fan cave, which is in New York, 692 Broad, uh, Broadway. It used to be um, Tower Records uh, right by NYU. But, like, you know, I, I think I used to take, you know, going to Yankee Stadium once or twice a year for granted. Like, ah, right, you know, whatever, we can make a trip up there. But then that summer I wasn't allowed to go, and uh, it was Jeter's last season, and I thought about it. I was like, the only time I got to see Jeter in his last year was in Minnesota at the All-Star game because they took us out there. But I was like, man, when I get out of the fan cave, I'm going to as many games as I can afford, as many games as I could get to. And uh, I remember I met Ball Vinny in 2014. I interviewed him in the fan cave. He brought me some shirts, and uh, we linked up. And I told him, hey, when I come out, man, I'm coming right to 203 with you and the Creatures. And 2014, I think, ended up being uh, Vinny's last season going in. Now you can find Vinny out in front of Billy's buying shirts or uh, selling shirts, buy a shirt, buy a hoodie from him. And, uh, you know, I started getting in with the Bleacher Creatures uh, not too long after that. And I feel like the last, like, five years solid, I've been at Yankee Stadium going to games, uh, meeting people, meeting security guards, meeting people that work in the stadium, concessions, uh, season ticket holders. And, you know, I, I did not know that 
you know, creating the content that I was creating on the internet and kind of, you know, quitting my job to focus on, you know, social media and building my brand or online. I don't even really know. I just kind of was tired of working the corporate job that I had and wanted to do something that more so fit my passion. And man, what a dream. I'm, I'm blessed to uh, be on WFAN. And, and I hope if you're a Yankees fan and you go to the stadium and you root for the team uh, and you, you listen to the game and the post game and then you listen to me, you just you feel it right. You just feel like you're there. I hope this is an extension of all of it. Like if you if you can't get there, I remember when I was younger or didn't have any bread, like not being able to go to the game and, and wanting to listen to the radio and wanting to, you know, watch uh, YouTube channels and podcasts and vlogs just to like put myself in it. And now that I'm in it, I don't take it for granted. And I appreciate everyone that listens and calls and sends positive messages online and, and sees me and just introduces themselves. I'm Regular dude like you. Love the Yankees, love sports, and love to talk about it. So let's continue that talk. 877-337-6666. Keep McPherson on the fan. Back after. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This quick timeout. Just do it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit superbook.com. Yeah, let's go Yankees. Yeah, Keith McPherson on the fan. As we proceed, I've got about 90 minutes left. Let's keep it rolling. I'm starting to think more about Houston and this ALCS and this roster. And, you know, <laughs> time burns, man. I'm already like, I got to get home, go to sleep, wake up, start getting ready for things. And tomorrow is Brooklyn Nets opening night. And the NBA is underway tonight, and man, it's the most wonderful time. Christmas is cool, but this is way cooler. You've got NFL, NCAA football, you've got basketball starting, NHL is underway, and you've got postseason baseball. Can't ask for more if you're a sports fan. There's something to watch, something to read, something to, to look at, somewhere to go um, every day. And uh, I don't know. I'm I'm into that type of stuff. So. <laughs> I'm I'm assuming you are too if you're listening to WFAN at 10:30 at night on a Tuesday night, or maybe you just are a Yankees fan, basking in it, enjoying the fact that your team is moving on to the ALCS. It's good to be back there, but job's not done. Job's not finished. Be happy tonight, but don't be content. These guys have to go and knock off Houston. They've been eliminated by the Astros a bunch. And whoever's on this roster needs to know that, hey, we're not going there to lose to these guys. However long it takes, whatever it takes, 
Leave it all out there. There is no t- tomorrow. This is a seven-game series. If it takes seven, it takes seven. But, man, how sweet would it be to be looking at Yanks in six or, you know, I'm looking at these guys, man. Verl- Verlander got rocked his first outing. I don't even think he made it out of the fourth inning. And you heard a caller say about Jordan Alvarez not pitching to him. Altuve's been struggling. You got to worry about guys like Jeremy Pena and Kyle Tucker and Alex Bregg- Bregman. and They have a good lineup, but... I think the Yankees can match up well against them. It's not going to be the same as it was, you know, Jordan Montgomery pitching out there. Um, he's not on the team anymore. And I already mentioned there's a bunch of guys on this team like Oswaldo and Bader and Trevino and just guys that weren't in the rivalry years past. And I'm excited about this series coming up. I hate the Astros. Like, I think I hate the Astros more than the Red Sox sometimes when I really think about it. They're criminals. They're crooks. And the fact that... We live in a baseball world where everyone tells you, oh, get over it. Nah. Why? (laughs) It happened. And baseball didn't actually correct it, didn't really do anything about it. These guys still walk around like they're World Series champions with a Fugazi 2017 ring. And, yeah, they went out there and won the games, but they had an advantage that nobody else had. So I'll never get over that. I'll never stop talking about it. I'm not going to be, you know, screaming FL Tuve and calling them the trash throws and all that. Like, yeah, it's in the past, and a lot of those players aren't even on the team anymore. One of those players, Marlon Gonzalez, is on the Yankees. But I just think it's funny in baseball, people are like, get over it. It happened. What do you, what do you mean? <laughs> I know it's the game of shadows, but, like, these guys are crooks. They had a whole scheme to steal signs and give themselves an advantage, and they were able to ride that all the way to a World Series championship. And Manfred didn't suspend a player. You know, Manfred let these guys have their World Series, no asterisk. But we all know. And I feel like Yankees fans and Dodgers fans are the biggest ones that don't let people forget about that. And uh, until all of them are out, they're still the cheating Astros. And uh, let's go. Let's rumble. Looking for revenge. I want to beat them. I I want to knock them out. I want to be on the other side. I want their season to end. We control their fans online. (laughs) Let's continue with the ALCS roster conversation. Let's go to Mesa, Arizona. Chris, you're on the fan. What's up, man? Hey, Keith. I got to say, I I listen to John and Susan in the pregame every every day. Yeah, they're great. I love the new new segment this year that you're doing. Uh, Tell me something cool. Yeah, yeah, what an honor. It really brought uh, kind of a freshness. But, yeah, anyway... Um, you haven't really talked much about us, Waldo Cabrera, and I, I feel like he's – well, I, I guess I want to ask you a question after I after I just say I, I, he's like a bull in a china shop in a way. Like, I know he had one good game. Uh, we went two for three. But the other games, he's like 0 for 5, 0 for 3, yeah. 0 for 4, 0 for 4. He's a baby. <laughs> uh, tonight he had one bobble ball easy, another bobble ball that was – that that was, I think, an error. And then he injured Hicks on a ball that he had no business going after. And then in the earlier games in Cleveland, when he was in left, he, like, dove incorrectly, and he he was, like, involved in... He's a young guy. He's an an infielder forced to play outfield, and I'm not making excuses for him. He's a professional ball player, and he's up. He's with the New York Yankees in October, but uh, he's a kid, and I feel like he's trying to, like, you know, look the part, like... I felt like when he hit that home run, his celebration was borderline. Like, all right, bro, you 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 barely but, but you barely had a cup of coffee in the league to be <laughs> doing all that. But no, but the other bats and 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 when he's been playing, yeah, he's, he's aggressive. 
but overly so. And I, I get that he's green. He's so looked overmatched. Um, yeah, exactly. Do you think he's going to be on the ALCS roster? Because I know AK, IKF. Is, he, some... is Cabrera going to be on the ALCS roster, you're asking? Yeah. Of course. Especially with Hicks going down. I think he's going to be starting and left. Uh, they might have to go back to IKF at short to start this series, put Peraza on the roster as a backup for short. But, you know, who do you put in left field now? Tim LaCastro? Marlon Gonzalez? I think uh, well, Oswaldo's I mean, got to bump back those, out there. Are either of those worse than what we've seen from Oswaldo? Mm, uh, yeah. <laughs> Tim LaCastro is a pinch runner. He's not a guy that you want starting against the Houston Astros in the American League Championship. Maybe they consider Marwin, right? Marwin was, was my first thought today when Hicks went down, and he was the first one up, and not Tim LaCastro. And then Marwin, being familiar with that ballpark, being a cheating Astro himself, they might want to have him in that series. Like, hey, let's see if you can do anything for us. But, uh, you know, him, Oswaldo Cabrera being a rookie and being, like you said, a bull in the china shop and uh, he's just, I think he's, it's because he's young. Like I said, he's a kid. He's all over the place. He's trying to make plays. He's trying to do too much. He he's, he looks overmatched at the plate at times, but they need him. They're relying on him now. With Benintendi okay. hurt, they, they they have no no real choice. They have no real options unless well, they want to move. I guess it comes, you're right. I guess then it comes down to hopefully somebody getting in his ear and saying, you know, you got to you got to tone it down a little bit. In, I don't uh, think they're going to do running. that. I think they're oh. going to let him go. That's his personality. He's got the beads around his neck, and uh, I know, but he just injured. He just sent one of our guys to the hospital. Yeah, but I, it's Aaron Hicks. Somebody's got to do something. <laughs> like, it, no, you know, and that's terrible. But like at the same time, it's not like he, he. There were fans in there like, oh, this is convenient. There were fans in there like, oh, no big deal. Well, this this saves us from Aaron Hicks potentially ruining us. And I'm like, that's not right to say. But people, are like, what you? You know what I mean. I'm like, I do know what you mean. So I, I think that uh, Oswaldo Cabrera is a starter, and he's been all five games. Okay. And, uh, you know, they well, they value him. And I, I'm, I'm with you. I saw when he when he went out there, I'm I'm trying to vouch for him. I, I was talking to JJ. I'm like, the only thing I could think about was this kid is at shortstop, and he's thinking he's the captain. He's thinking, I'm the shortstop. I'm going <laughs> to get that ball. I'm Derek Jeter out here. I'm running to make that play. Like, he ends up injuring Hicks, and you would think that they had some kind of conversation about that, right? As many bloops as we've seen go to that dead spot in left field, you would think they had a conversation about, hey, let the left fielder charge that ball. You guys, like, you know, don't try and go back and get it. Let the left fielder. That's why we put Hicks out there. He's got experience in left field. He is an outfielder, but it is what it is. The Yankees were able to survive it. Thanks for the call, Chris. Oswaldo Cabrera, even though he's young, even though he has looked overmatched at the plate, even though he's, you know, done some kind of shake my head type of things, he has given the Yankees a spark, and they have no real other options. What I was going to say to Chris was, okay, what are they? Gonna, are they going to move Judge to center? No. Are they going to move Judge to left? No. Are they going to put Stanton in left in the ALCS? Maybe because of Minute Maid Park That's and the, the key, uh, I think I think what are those boxes called? Crawford, they have a, the Crawford boxes. Yeah. Maybe so short because it's a field. short left field. You can you can get cute and put Stanton out there. I think it's super or maybe interesting. Maybe even Matt Carpenter. We saw Stanton out there after the All Star break, and then we didn't see him right. for like. You can't put Cabrera out there again because he's, he's he's not an outfielder. Hey, listen, you're tempting fate when you, people Yankees fans who are happy Hicks got hurt. Tempting fate because you don't want to tempt the wrath of the whatever from high atop the thing. 
So you don't want to <laughs> you, you don't want to do that, Keith. You don't want to tempt fate, and I understand it. But that's an that's an awful play by Cabrera. That's the left fielder's ball all the way through, and that's little league stuff. Yeah, but that's like a, I said, it's, this kid is he's thinking so, he's having a Jeter moment. He's so in he's Yankee not ready Stadium for it feeling then. like he's the not captain. ready for the moment. Then I'm the captain of this infield. I'm the shortstop. Right. I'm going to make this play. He's not ready then. because he in his head. Hicks ain't getting to it. Hicks is jogging to it. And Donaldson's not going to back up and get it. Like I'm the youngest guy out here. Right. I got the freshest legs. I'm going to get that ball. And at the end of the game, what did Boone do? IKF and left. Had to. It was like, I mean, IKF it short. To, but IKF like, it short. And then it was Marwin and left, I with believe, the right? Pinch hit situ- yeah, with the pinch hit situation. So they didn't even let Cabrera be on the field in a, play- in a time where defense is optimal. Yeah, and at that point, Benching IKF was effective for Game 4 and enough of Game 5, where it's like, here you go, man. We don't hate you. And by the way, it's not like IKF is a saint at a shortstop anyway defensively. We know this. And <laughs> that kind of just shows you where the Yankees are defensively, Far that you're kind of struggling to figure out who even to put it short. It shows you that the Yankees knew, right, IKF was their choice, and you had to quit on your choice to be the shortstop for this championship caliber team. You had to quit on him in the DS. Yeah. It's insane. They had to quit him. And then, <laughs> honestly, Boone probably saw what Cabrera did because Cabrera caused that Hicks injury. And he's like, you know what? If this happens, if they get another left field pop-up, yeah. and Sterling said it the entire time, left field pop after left field, pop, fly, pop, fly, pop, fly, you can't have that guy now hurting Marwin or hurting Donaldson or hurting more guys. Should have had Brett Gardner here. Just kidding, just kidding, just kidding. The Gardy party. <laughs> the Brett Guardians. We was partying out there in uh, the Bronx, New York, man. That was the a Brett scene. The Guardians, Keith? I just keep saying oh, that. I, I, don't, I don't know why. It's just a thing. The, the Guardy the Partians. Man, the Guardians is such a random baseball name for a team. Everyone was calling them the Indians. Their fans still wear Chief Wahoo hats, and they there were there were people with Indians jerseys in Yankee Stadium. So, well, they, well there's some. My favorite baseball movie probably is Major League. Right. It's the never Indians. going away in, in people's the minds. Indians. It's never going. And, and just like the Commanders, the Commanders look goofy. The Commanders look like they belong in any given Sunday. Right. I see the Commanders on Sundays, and I'm well, like, well, they should have kept the Washington football team name. I thought that was yeah. great. I'm like, why didn't they just leave it the Washington football team? That looked more prestigious. Yeah. And like, yeah. this looks fake. This looks like a U, uh, yeah. USFL team. I like the any given Sunday reference. The Miami Sharks. You it know, like the, one of those yeah, type of teams. Yeah, one of those types, yes. It's like, this isn't a real NFL team. All right, we got to break it down again, but going to get to your calls, going to hammer the phones. Keith McPherson on the fan, 877-337-6666, BRB. Your official station to talk Giants, the fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. The Philadelphia Phillies. Would you look at that? Philadelphia is on fire between the Eagles and, uh, <laughs> I mean, I hate to say it and I hate to see it. At least the Sixers lost tonight. Boston smacked them, but Phillies just took game one in San Diego of the NLCS. Long ball did it. Two solo shots. They win 2 nothing. Oh, man, I would love, I would love, and I'm not getting ahead of myself. I'm just talking the talk. There are four teams left. One of the teams just won a game. Maybe the Yankees win tomorrow night. I would love a Yankees 
Phillies World Series. Originally, I wanted to go back to Cali. I wanted to go to L.A., but that's not an option anymore. Never been to Petco Park. Been to Citizens Bank Park more than once. Been down to Philly more than once. Can get in the car, drive right down there. <laughs> if that is the World Series, I'm probably going to all seven games. <laughs> and I know a lot of people that would be on that same type of uh, move. So, man, could you imagine that? A uh, 09 rematch? Right? It's been since 09. It's been since 09. Could you imagine, it's, you know, Yankees, Phillies reincarnated for uh, this generation and these these two high payrolls and Joe Girardi was their manager this year and he got fired and they move on to Rob Thompson and Joe Girardi. So you get two of Joe Girardi's successors against each other. You get Rob Thompson versus Aaron Boone in the World Series. And then they go to my guy Joe at MLB Network to talk about it. Shout out to Joe and the network. I'm just talking here. That would be crazy. That would be fun. Yankees, Phillies, and, you know, New Jersey people definitely have Philadelphia, South Jersey friends that, like, live in South Jersey but think they're in Philadelphia, which to me, like, I don't get that. I don't even get the people that pretend that they're New Yorkers that live in New Jersey. I was never like that. I'm like, you're on the other side, bro. You didn't grow up in the city. You didn't grow up in the boroughs. Just say where you're from. Same like, you didn't grow up in PA. You you had to cross the bridge to go over there. If this ends up being the matchup, you never know. Long way to go. Keep McPherson on the fan. Let's hit these phones, man. Let's hit these phones before my time is up, before my night is over. Let's go to Rutherford. Joe is on the fan. Joe Schmeezy? Yeah. Yeah. I just want to say how lucky we are to get a true New York Yankee fan on the radio. I mean, he's not going to talk about it, but he doesn't about it. You know what I mean? Like, you're breaking up, Joey. You're breaking up. I, I hear you, but I don't think we can uh, hear you clearly. So you got to step into. You hear me now. You got to step into uh, maybe uh, outside or somewhere where you have better service. Okay, he dropped off. Let's go to my guy Jimmy in Jersey City. We can keep talking about uh, Oswaldo Cabrera and what we've seen out of him. What's up, Jimmy? Yankees won. What's up, won. my man, Keith? Come on, man. I've been telling you all year. I'm sweating. I'm not having no fears. Told you was coming down to this. We want Houston in Houston. <laughs> hey, Cabrera, that was his ball, man. I played ball. That was his ball. Hicks was trying to make up for the day before jogging. was running out of control. That's why Donaldson backed off. He heard Oswaldo right there. He backed off, and it was his ball. As you see, Hicks crashed into him. That was a car accident. Hicks would have been charged. <laughs> yeah. But back to that guy, Chris, saying uh, Oswaldo was a shake yet short today. Listen, buddy, the one play, Torres caused right in front of him, causing that error. Yeah, that little right, bobble. Right in front of him. So that was what caused that error. But the bobble, he threw him out. So no foul, no harm. But, okay, we won Houston, right? I do. I'm not going to lie. I, I mean, uh, the Mariners would have been cool, I guess, but no. No, no, no. You, we want, you want to run it back against these guys. The I'm looking for revenge. They were betting in the Dodgers. They were, that's the best team right there. Houston's the team. That's who the Yankees want. And we got a good chance. We got momentum going into tomorrow's game. They've been off for three whole days. Tomorrow will be their fourth day, which they'll be playing. So they had a little rest there. So they should be a little rusty. You got to remember, Keith, uh, Altuve, remember, he's on, what, 20, 27 homers. He only had like 55 RBIs. He's not the same Altuve. He, yeah, that he's, he's not the MVP from uh, 2017. And... No, he's not. But, I mean, they got some other good catalysts on the team with Bregman, Alvarez, uh, 
The other guy, what's the name? Uh, Kyle Tucker, Jeremy Tucker. Pena. Yeah, they got some good RBI guys there. But uh, I'm not worried about him, Keith. Like I said, the Italian hope he hopefully brings it tomorrow. And I like that closing step that we had today. I like the wise good. Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Wandy Clay no, Holmes. No, no, Clay Holmes and Wandy. Yep. That was nice. That's the way I hope it's going to be the rest of the way. I mean, you know, uh, wise going to two innings. Now, Judge uh, Keithy, he's got he's got to pick it up, bro. He hit one he, today. Yeah, I, it, but he, I, he, I left he, him alone because he, he hit one out today. Stan said, yo, my man, you got to start catching up with me, bro. You got to give me some, uh, some help here. Hey, but as Keith, soon as... Question. If, he, if, he, if, he, if we lose to Houston, right, and Judge is going to just say two for, it's a long series, two for, two for, two for 28. Are you giving him, <laughs> are you giving him 40 million? Uh, yeah, he already earned the bag and I don't expect him to slump here. I, I really don't think he's going to have, he, he, he just, the first two games of this series where he was 0 for 8 and he had the seven strikeouts, that was it. That's, that's the only pass you get. He doesn't, he doesn't get a pass here. Um, he's going to get his contract. Someone was telling me to look up the video. I guess he like kissed the logo on his jersey or tugged at the, you know. Yeah, he does, he does, yeah, good. He that's, did. you know, that's all good stuff for the fan base and for New York to feel like Judge wants to be here. And I think he does. But I, I think he's going to come up big. He came up big against the Astros when we faced him uh, in the regular season. If you remember, he hit one that would have left that ballpark if the roof was open, and he also walked them off in Yankee Stadium. So uh, I, I'm all in on Judge having a big series here. They need him to have a big series. Hey, Keith, what happened to your Dodgers, brother? I mean, they're not my Dodgers, but they were cooked. Uh, that five days off. Man, I really thought they were going to have some mojo with, with Vin Scully passing and their whole hashtag win for Vin and this being the last team that Vin saw and them winning 111 games and Dave Roberts coming out saying, hey, we'll win the World Series if we stay healthy. Man, the Padres, I don't know. That series, the Padres wanted it more than them. They caught them sleeping, punched them in the hey, face. Key, 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 well, back to the ball before you let me go. Uh they got to jump on Verlander early. Got to get on him early. Got to give yeah, Talion. They can. Got to give him. Got to make Talion feel comfortable. And they can. Verlander's thirty nine. He can fold like Scherzer folded. All right, brother Keith. Have a good night. I'll talk to you tomorrow, my brother. Like I said, uh, I'll take the Yankees in five. Yanks in five. Uh, Jimmy. Jimmy is. Uh, I, I can't hate on the confidence. Jimmy is a confident Yankees fan. You guys have heard him call uh, either my show or Salicata and. You know, he feels how he feels, and I'm not going to knock anyone's confidence. Because right now, all those confident Yankee fans, those are the ones with their chest out. All those negative Yankee fans are trying to, like, act like they didn't say what they said <laughs> and try and jump on, yeah, we won, we won. But you were hating on the team through the whole last week and through the whole 162. But, yeah, yeah, we're all in. Yankees fans, the most fans, the best fans, the biggest fan base in the world. Keith McPherson on the fan, a Yankee fan. We have to break it down again because we're getting to the top of the hour, the 11 o'clock update. So let's hit this break. Let's hit the update. When we come out of that break, it's the last hour of the show. I'll take as many calls as I can, and uh, we'll close this thing out. BRB. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.